It's turkey time. I can't believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. No, no, Mr. Stay. Mr. Cotchat and Pinks. Must be weird not having anybody come on you. What's up, folks? This is episode 37 of the Rotten Reviews podcast. I am your co-host, Mike, uh, joined, as always, by my two closest friends and co-hosts, Chris and Luke. Uh, guys, I just wanted to bring up the fact that this week was April, April Fool's Day. Uh, well, April Fool's Day was this week, sorry. And honestly, I got to say, I do not care for it at all anymore. I think it's fucking stupid. What do you, what do you guys think about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, the only thing relevant for me, April Fools' wise, is the uh, the Reddit MMA subreddit, and they just post a bunch of like memes, basically, because there's like hardcore moderation in Reddit. And for those listeners who don't know what Reddit is, it's good that you don't know what it is, but uh, it's basically like news online, and but ex- the comments are ranked. So there's if you don't know what Reddit is, clickishness uh... going on crawl out of that cave that you're in because <laughs> they know what podcasts are older listeners mike they know what podcasts yeah, are but i just... don't know reddit i don't know if that's possible. shout out no shout out chris's mind. mom for probably listening to at least two maybe episodes <laughs> i wish my mom yeah. knew how to access she finds podcasts. it very nice to hear us three boys talking so she enjoys it oh. for that reason Nope. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this one, I'm sorry for spilling all that water all those years ago. Uh, anyways, <laughs> you mentioned that every like no, couple months, you mentioned that. Yeah. Milk, but no water. That, no water. that honestly scarred me for a long time. I felt so bad. Uh, I, I think I always did something wrong at your house just for Do some we, reason. Maybe we should provide some context for what Mike's saying here. Yeah. Uh, as we're, we're such old friends, he came over one day and my mom was you know, wiping, washing the floors, very tedious task, takes a lot of time. And as we were walking out the door, he knocked over like the dirty tub of water all over her freshly, freshly cleaned uh, foyer, uh, stone tile floor or whatever. And then she said it was totally fine and you wanted to like crawl in a hole. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd like so many more to that list, you know, just Dude, spilling, anytime, spilling beer. Spilled anything on the pool table. Exactly. Oh, the pool table. I was going to say yeah. the pool table, pool table saw a lot of fucking uh, damage. Well, my I, dad spilled, I spilled say, a ton of beer on the carpet too. That was just like. puked in your car one time, Chris. We don't oh have to God. go over that, but the pool yeah, table. I remember my dad was like, "If you get it stained, mm. it's going to cost three thousand to refelt it." It definitely would not have cost three thousand to refelt it. It probably would have been something decent, yeah, but whenever yeah. there was a drop of anything. It was like you put like three towels yeah. on that and you weighted it down. You're dabbing it. You're like, oh my God. Oh, you were you were on that right away. Out. You were on it all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. And it really like the guilt could never be heavier. You yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. were the one that spilt. It was like you felt the guilt. I'm I'm pretty confident in saying that at, at a certain point we ended up just we always just brought paper towels down with us. Like anytime An we hung out, role. it was just down every yeah. single time. Yeah. Dude, Anyways. I got the fucking dabbing technique down. Because no, I, I was the, most, the biggest spiller. Well, no, guys, it was all like, about... jumped on it right away. As yeah. soon as there was any spiller, you knew that it was serious business. You weren't... Oh, yeah. It was all about... What was it? It was like you you would lay the Scott towel down like really nice and soft. And then you'd like put down like a beer bottle on top. A so it absorbs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No! What? That's the worst yeah. thing you can do. No, that's no, what Chris well, that's, would always do. We would absorb what it. what we did. And it yeah. You got to punch it. You got to like boom, 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 boom. Well, you dab it. And then you leave it there with some heavy on top of it is what we always did okay 
Well, I'm not going to argue. I, mean, I really I don't, don't know. Like, Luke, we have, it was so, we have thousands of memories in that basement, uh, and you just don't remember anything, I guess. Well, you know. It was a thing that I did, and it worked. So you can't tell me that it was it's a stupid thing to do, because I saw it work. So. I witnessed it with my own eyes, yeah. and science is crazy. But I do, I do remember <laughs> driving you home. I think it was New Year's, and you puked in the back seat. Maybe yeah. I didn't know at the time. No, it I was, was in the morning. You didn't drive we me were... home because I was there the morning of, and you were like, "Hey, no, man, yeah. you puked because in my car. We... You got to clean it." <laughs> so I, don't think, right. I don't think I, I realized that you did it until like the morning. I think I yes, we got in the home. car, and I was just like, uh, "There's something back here." <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like, I don't. I just down on the fucking steering wheel. <laughs> I I walked away, and I'm like, "Hey, you're cleaning this." you let me know when you're done and then i'll drive you home <laughs> what's uh what new year's was this I, I feel like we were together at one point we, the three we of us were together you mike i think i went to see jess oh uh, but the budding relationship was she there no i don't think she was at that i think i went to go see her no, I, I actually remember together. every New Year's. <laughs> I can't struggling to remember 2020. <laughs> well, you don't remember any memories we had in that basement. Yeah, so. apparently it's like we never <laughs> use towels. We never use. Uh, my the... brain is like that. Whenever you click clear browse data, that's what my brain. Is. <laughs> Do you remember telling me that I, I wasn't cultured as cultured as you guys because I didn't go to I didn't like concerts or something? Well, I still well, we were, by we, that, on so. yeah on that the was in the basement. Trip, we I remember that. <laughs> no, that was at the that was at the the lunchroom tables in high school. I remember yeah. that. I don't know. You guys said it. You guys said right. it many times. Luke and I went to like Arctic Monkeys yeah. or something, and you're like, "Why would you go to a concert?" <laughs> Elliot was just the funniest add-in, and shout out to Elliot wherever you are, man. But like, he was just the funniest add-in to our group because he would either jump, jump on whatever I said about Mike, or jump on whatever I said about Chris, and then you guys would take more offense to it because he was saying. It. <laughs> well, no. oh, Elliot, man. I don't know where that yeah. guy is, but Elliot, how, just how much time was a fucking he's killed it with the ladies? How I, much time do we have in this intro? Because we could, I mean, we could really we're really glossing. There's a lot. We're just completely steamrolling whatever Mike wanted to talk about. I, no, well, I, no, I, I got into that conversation too, but I did want to touch back on April Fool's Day. I just think it's stupid. I think it's so. It it just it has become this like thing every every fucking April first. It's like, oh, haha, like this team signed like Sidney Crosby. Oh, joke's on you. It's like, yeah, we all fucking know it's not true, man. And it's like, at a certain point, I'm like, at a certain point, I'm like reading news and I'm like, what the fuck is real anymore? Like, are they just fucking with us? Like, I just, it's such a stupid day. Well, fake news is 24 7, 365 now. So it's just like, our world is so shitty. We don't need like an extra day where we feel even more (laughs) stupid. I even looked it up. I was like, oh, what's the history of April Fool's Day? And apparently it goes back to like the 1500s. And I was like, oh, fuck that. It's fake. It's not true. Who's that that (laughs) serving? Is that serving just like children? I feel like we're just jaded, jaded, like, men who are aging and we don't yeah. find any humor in that anymore whereas like young kids I, well i'm it. not on this side i'm not i don't know why i'm being grouped into this side of not of hating on april fools well mike and i, I are fucking old. love it because i'm are young so unaware of dates so i always get fooled and i enjoy being fooled i just the one thing that i thought was funny uh luke i don't know if you saw it on reddit but uh there's like that subreddit uh, dank memes and they did they um stay away from that but yeah go all ahead. day all day they just posted well De- like derek sent me the link and like all day they posted uh memes from like from like fucking like 2010 so it was like the shit that we thought was funny back then like the guy who's like smoking a joint do you remember those memes yeah yeah, yeah. Good like, guy, the, uh, good the guy, original Greg. yes exactly yeah. yeah and so i was i was just laughing because i was like oh yeah i don't know why we thought this was funny 
like in hindsight, I was like, oh yeah, not like all of these are very good. Magusta, <laughs> the whole Magusta like yeah. moon face and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like the early well, internet point, was ultimate cringe in terms. At of some point yeah. in our lives, we all thought Adam Sandler movies were funny too. So I mean, things oh, like tastes change over time. Even Happy you know? Gilmore is like not Chris, that funny in retrospect. How, no, honestly, like, that, that's what I mean. Like I think that movie is just like nostalgic for me. Every time I watch it, I think it's funny. But I I do think it's stupid. Taste funny, and but... social norms change, and then. You know, it's the kind of stuff where, like, you go back and watch movies from the 50s where Disney was super racist. And it's just like, of course, you're not going to watch that now. And that's a whole nother thing. And that's what makes things we don't have time to get into it, Mike. Even more amazing. Mike just finds a way of getting these things to come out of us. Chris Kelly. I don't know. Like, (laughs) once again, just getting philosophical in the intro, you know, just wax. Yeah, like some things get outdated and we leave them behind and we don't try to help them along or at all. Uh, So, yeah, Chris is right. Uh, But yeah, um, Dumb and Dumber stands the test. (laughs) That was was really convincing, man. Thanks. Strong save. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, Chris is right. Okay, great. Anyways. um, um, let's move past it uh okay so all right it's rare that guys, luke admits that i'm right dumb and dumber? can we just get this out of the way have you guys watched dumb and dumber no. uh the well like the first movie yeah 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 isn't isn't right. almost every line of that movie quotable like aren't there so many good quotes in that movie i honestly think i've seen it once <laughs> so i'm not gonna be able to to start riffing with you here i don't, I don't yourself know yourself a 90s kid <laughs> Disgraceful. Okay. Did he ever call himself um, a nineties kid? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's Every actually episode. It's, hey, it's, it's like uh, the 90s kid. Uh, it's actually like in my it's in my profile on Twitter. Uh, I'm a nineties kid. Uh, enthusiast. <laughs> Only nineties kids will get this. Dumb and dumber for life, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh anyways, fellas, we are we're watching uh a luke pick a luke favorite actually yes uh, long-awaited a, LP. A, an mma heavy movie a, a fighting heavy movie is gonna be blood oh, and yeah. violence gonna be great yeah. never great. back down to starring michael j white alex Mraz, dean geyer evan peters which i didn't find really surprising about that uh yeah do luke, you, know, luke. Do you know who that is evan peters was quicksilver in uh, the x-men oh yeah. Okay. Sorry, Chris. Jeez. No, I just the way the way <laughs> you said that was like, know who that is. <laughs> the way you said that was like obviously. He's I'm like, silver. I, I feel like I'm pretty up to date on pop culture, and I have no clue who that is. So. I just thought it was interesting, just because he's doing like big movies now. But uh, Luke, I know, I know you love the first movie. What's the? Uh, oh yeah. What, what's what was your what was your decision behind this? You just want to get some uh, some action. Okay. Well, here? we were talking about this off cast, and I love bringing stuff up off cast because it's the best practice for a podcast. But. Uh... <laughs> Uh, this is a whole nostalgia movie. This is like 2008, okay? And I think everyone has that, um, like, the year they graduate from high school is like a, a lodestone, you know? And then you always have that as like a reference point for the rest of your life. You know? Excuse me, a lodestone? Yeah. Chris, Mike, just go tell me go, you've just you go heard that before. Pick up a dictionary, buddy? Or... Tell me you've heard that before, Mike. I'm going to say no. But I, yeah. I, I just I just politely nod. Chris, you just got to accept things. No, you just no. got to go with the higher Luke, intellect. He can't just throw out terms and accept and that I'm using the right really words. Smart and expect not to get called out. Like, that's not a term. That's not a thing. Lodestone. It's totally uh, a thing. And so a lodestone is a naturally magnetized piece of mineral magnetite. So that was no, definitely but there's another meant. no 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 there's another uh, meaning behind the lodestone. I, 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 I know what you were trying to get at, but apparently the meaning is something that matters. Uh, you know what? Luke might be right because apparently the second meaning is something that strongly attracts. 
So I don't know. Well. I think it's very that vague. That and it wasn't sort of within works. the context he was using it. <laughs> kind of like yeah, a buoy in the sea. It doesn't really well, work. Yeah, I think I'm you mean like a corner. Poetic. I think you mean a cornerstone, like something that forms the basis of something. I think is what you were getting at. Cornerstone is probably more accurate, but yeah, I feel but we're like gonna go lodestone with lodestone. Has, yeah, yeah, I think we should go with lodestone on this. One. We're coining lodestone. Chris, we appreciate yeah. your input. All right, okay. Hashtag um, lodestone. Right. Get it trending on Twitter, guys. Um, <laughs> it's the new Trump alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Well, we'll replace right. Trump alert and we'll just say lodestone. Luke, get us down for that. Thank you. Um, Jordan in the booth. <laughs> Blop. Well, you said you you were getting wary of the editing duties, and you needed uh, someone to pick up the slack. So yeah, one would to, say I'm one could say that there's a lodestone on my on my back. You know, that's... yeah, and let me take that load <laughs> off your stone, brother. <laughs> all right, all right, Chris, with the with the generous laugh for us, thank you. Um, <laughs> let's. <laughs> Let's, uh, once that I have a very... podcast, there's the people laughing in the back, even though it's like not that funny. And they're, like, I love that. they're like really far off in the distance. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, let's uh let's jump in the trailer. I'm I'm so excited. I just want to get in here. Ready? Yep. Pants in the pants. Get on this shit, pants. man. want to be the best you got to take out the best countdown to the beatdown only this time i'm in charge four fighters i got moves so do i with four reasons to fight we'll be trained you gotta learn from one of the masters by a champion i don't teach you what you want i teach you what you need with the past well it looks like i got you now convict you planted that gun Hold his ass still. They will come together as a team. The real test for you is to calm your mind. To take down the competition. Why exactly are you in this thing? I need this. You got reason to be here, fellas. Tonight is yours, young man. Are you ready for the beatdown? Starring Michael Jai White, UFC fighter Todd Duffy, MMA fighter Scott Epstein, and featuring UFC champion Leota Machida. The sense here tonight is where it begins. Never back down to the beatdown. Uh, right. Trailer voice guy from the Mummy trailer. <laughs> the beatdown. Uh, honestly, this is gonna be. I think it's gonna be fun to watch the fight scenes or like the sequences. But otherwise, holy shit, it's gonna be gratuitous violence and sex and just like oh, yeah, everything. But I think it's gonna be like it's gonna be like PG violence. I don't think you're actually gonna see any blood. I think it's just no. gonna be like. Okay, well, it's not like people, this is an airbrushed version of the UFC. This yeah, is basically what yeah. it is. You know, like well, let's take let's replace all the fighters with models. And uh, let's just make this uh, a spectacle. Well, they make it very clear that all the actors are are fighters. UFC trained. So I guess fighters. that's their way of trying to get legitimacy. Well, okay, let me give you a little uh, <laughs> little context with that because Todd Duffy oh. no no longer fights in the, in MMA, and he I think he retired like six years ago or something like that. Oh, so right around <laughs> right around when this movie came out in 2012, Machida's no longer in the UFC. I think he's retired or he's either fighting for a smaller promotion. 
Um, so the fighters on here were probably relevant at the time, but now they're the game has passed them by. But it's a fast-growing yeah. game, as you guys know. So UFC. Well, I look forward to uh, your UFC insights uh, during oh, yeah. the review portion. All of the nails. Bring the anal. Lucis. <laughs> Analrapist. Analrapist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm certified. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I this is gonna be it's gonna be a fucking cheese fest, I think, too. Just the dialogue yeah. is gonna be and brutal. it looks a lot lower budget than the original too. <laughs> so the main actor I, is the director, which is always a good uh, we've learned oh, this a oh, good is combination. He? I didn't Michael realize. Jai or, or Jai Michael White. Jai White, yeah. Uh, so recipe for success. Should be fun. It does kind of remind me of um the contender series you remember that mike yeah of course nbc the boxing series that just yeah. i also inspired I like the that of one of the the main moves is actually a wwe move um roman reigns if anyone knows roman reigns the superman punch that's the guy's like big moment in his big fight so it's funny they're trying to or replicate. gsp if you're like uh, a real sports they're trying to, fan they're trying to, not a fan of they're right, trying to replicate yeah, uh, ufc but in reality they're great. just copying <laughs> wwe that's great you know, um, speaking of WWE, you know, WrestleMania right is <laughs> coming up. Did you hear that they, they sold 25,000 tickets to WrestleMania? So, well, I'm really, really happy for the, the fake fighting organization. It's great. <laughs> Don't, this is a whole other <laughs> um, podcast. We can get into this in the, the uh, muscled uh, ballet pageantry oh organization that Chris uh, they, don't, they, don't, they don't they don't pay their fighters well enough. I, I will, uh, people don't have yeah, insurance. UFC that. gives all of their fighters so much money to. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, not advo- I'm not advocating for the UFC. Wow, Mike. Who knew? Like, how much is UFC paying you? Like, you're just gonna call Dana White after this? You're defending. Oh, him I'm. So- I'm not advocating for UFC at all. I'm just. Uh, anyways, you know, you. If anyone, you know, your boat. You know, if you ask anyone, <laughs> Dana White is Mike's biggest fan. Wait, yeah. the other way around. I have him on speed oh, um, <laughs> Guys, we'll be back <laughs> shortly for the review. Tickets. You're now entering the no spin zone. We're back, guys, from watching Never Back Down 2. And uh, look, all I got to say is that this was uh, oozing toxic toxic masculinity. And like, I mean, it, it's just, it goes without saying, right? Like there was just too much uh, bravado. I don't know. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. Uh, Chris, I'll give it to you since uh, I, par- I apparently ignore you all the time. I was, I was waiting to see how that, that first handoff was going to go. I had a chirp like ready to go. But uh, yeah, this movie like wow this one i'm really stuck in my head and how bad it was i feel like titanic 2 knew that it was bad and it played into it whereas this one like tried really hard mm. the kind of inspirational story and like, the writing was just so bad it was so bad and the actors were so bad i mean the fight scenes were decent i guess i can get it a few points but overall man like whew, that's a tough first hour before you get to the fight, oh yeah, it's a tough first hour to get through, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah, Luke, what'd you think? Well, uh, I mean, when you have never back down the first one as the uh, the lodestone, then it's really hard to <laughs> kind of surpass that because it's so it's such a great movie and there's such uh, all the stars aligned, and uh, that was a more natural story of a kid who moves to a new town and 
his his dad uh, dies in a car crash, and then someone makes fun of him for it, which is much a much more natural, believable uh, story yeah, <laughs> in terms absolutely. of bullying. Yeah, yeah but I don't uh, understand why they all made fun of him for his dad, like divorcing yeah. his mom. Why does everyone think that that's a even funny even the girl thing? that like yeah, he, man, that, that the, sucks. The no pun intended. Is, like, making fun of him for it slightly yeah. at the beginning and it's just like, well that was that was super weird too when she asked him at the strip club which again they're anyways they all hang out at strip clubs so that's cool um yeah well, i don't know to the bank the bank can you see how good life is right you know? now why would i get into a fight <laughs> like 20 <laughs> minutes later i'm gonna do the fight screw it <laughs> i can teach you how to protect yourself and it's just luke like, uh change your stance <laughs> you know when they're at the when they're at the the gym and they're and uh max whatever the promoter like kicks the bag and it slides across isn't that in the first movie yeah, exactly. Yeah, that okay, was the okay. whole thing. Uh, like the main, the, the, first movie. the sensei in the first movie is trying to teach them how breathing and like you need to breathe economically so that you have a pro proper transfer of power, which makes a lot of sense. And that was the whole like message behind the movie: just breathe whenever you get like heated or emotional. And this one, he's just like, "I'll show you." And then the bigger guy hits the bag farther because he's more powerful. <laughs> so it's just like, no, oh, this so one... the message is like just. Power your way through anger. <laughs> just My, like Michael J Michael Jai White didn't even he didn't hit it anywhere. He just broke it. He was like, yeah, exactly, broken. That's it. <laughs> so table, Go train. Table patch that up. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if this was on purpose, but he was just not a very good like ethical sensei. It was more just like I'll train them like this is a boot camp basically, and like you have to pay me a bag of potatoes. And you have to clean my place. This thing didn't even make any sense. <laughs> Pay have, me, to you got to pay about... me in blood, sweat, and money. Oh, <laughs> so in money. <laughs> oh, okay. We have to talk about that intro when they walk up to see him because that is probably the worst scene in the movie, <laughs> the most awkward scene in the movie. And I love, I was going to say that, Mike, when he's like, here, you pay me in blood, sweat, and cash. Uh, yeah, and, you know, Thanks. like monetary funds. <laughs> and he's doing that weird, like, um, he does the prison style um, pull-ups, but he does them like side to side and circular. And I was thinking, like, when this guy was auditioning, he was probably doing, like, a normal workout. And they're like, well, he's good. I mean, we've seen a lot of guys that do these kind of routines. And then he does that one where he's doing the, wait, is he doing a side-to-side pull-up? <laughs> he's going in a circle now. All right, get him in here and make sure there are, like, seven shots of that pull-up. <laughs> That's his signature move. It's going to wow the crowd every time. But let's, let's talk about how the, the two guys... What are the names? Zach and Mike. So very yeah. generic white guy. My names. boy Mike. Yeah. yeah. Mike Stokes like, and Zach Gomes. Mike, really? <laughs> Were that the is that their last name? Yeah, they Mike sound Stokes, like anagrams yeah. of each other. Oh my god! So, like, when they walk up to him and they're trying to convince him to train, he's like, "I don't know you. Like, get the fuck out of here." And the guy's like, "Hey, I'm not a bitch." Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I like wow, that. you really have like a little stunk, now. man. Like, I really want to train you now. Like, you know what? I don't like this guy, but yeah, I'm going to, I have his back. Okay. I'll take you guys on. <laughs> they literally did nothing to impress him. And then he's just like, oh, okay. And I will trade you. And in that scene, I thought it was pretty funny. Like he's so good that he could just look at you and be like, yeah, you're the boxer and uh, you're the wrestler. You're going to do this. I was like, they didn't even, they, no one told you anything. That's that's impressive, Michael Jai. And that's, and that's a number one trope alert of like, we're going to do MMA tropes for this one, but, and I'm, Oof. you know, the master of that. But like, uh, <laughs> now what was I going to say? <laughs> but, uh, something about tropes. Um, so that's like no, three buzzers. Like, like, like uh, Mr. Miyagi kind of sensei kind of got. 
Uh, yeah, but there was another thing. Damn it! Now I'm gonna have to go through my notes. So I'll I'll take I'll take one. Think about it. We'll come back to it. Okay. I wanted to ask, like one of the first scenes in the movie where what's the, Justin? I think is the emo my chemical romance guy uh yeah with the comic book store yeah who gets rejected by a girl because he likes comics but then the girls at the comic store selling comics but then he's a loser for working there so i thought that was <laughs> very interesting was she selling Cosmic comics Dark. i thought it was i thought they were records i didn't even i didn't really oh i don't know i i don't know i like whatever I, maybe it was it's one less... of those collectible stores where they rip you yeah, off you know? right yeah yeah but also like, like uh, i'll just leave it here for you i'll come back tomorrow i was like yo you have that much trust in like a random dude working out at this counter like, <laughs> like if you come it's back like, tomorrow would... i could just be like yo i lost them sorry why would anyone ever leave their things there it makes it's not a pawn shop anyway wanna... so then okay but my question was like later on you see him like walking around and he finds them training so how does he find them did he go looking for them um oh we got some pages turning it's not an episode if we don't have the notebook the notebook pages laughing. are turning uh no but how does he find them and then why do those guys want to beat him up oh yeah that was completely random well yeah, like the, the, apparently there's just all, right? apparently there's just fight schools everywhere that's according to max he's like well you know there's a bunch of them so I, I don't know maybe he just stumbled across this like abandoned lot and then i don't know why i have absolutely no clue why those guys wanted to fight him why did like no clue like just uh, yeah i don't know it's because of his hair man like he's he's got like that uh he works at hot topic style hair and uh he's got like the nerd shirt so. called in fairview detox detox yeah <laughs> yeah exactly oh and like he had like a nerdy kind of like rainbow shirt and uh oh. so that the doesn't help when you're in like a tough part of town i guess i don't know i live in a safe suburb so <laughs> completely <laughs> closed off from any kind of danger but uh yeah so but also here's another dangerous... question i'm just gonna throw all these questions at you guys and i'm just gonna control the flow of this whole episode and until one of you stops me i'm just gonna keep going so he runs into our boys i don't remember the sensei's name now that's really good michael jaiway case case and then the other guy tim i think was his name uh, yeah tim they, they just like they happen to be training there at like midnight um after he's yeah exactly. shift, I, guess. I don't know <laughs> and they just take him in and they help him out they don't know anything about him which is very like honorable of them but then when we get to know tim he goes home and he has a like his mom has like i don't know four like four little kids and instead of getting a job he's just out like in some alleyway training like, is that the priority? Like, shouldn't he well, he's at school. He has a, he has a term paper, the classic term paper. Every college student has <laughs> but then, one. But he's he's training obviously all the time. The whole movie he's yeah, with him. I know. So why can't he get a job in his spare time? I don't know. She doesn't want him to. His mom doesn't want him <laughs> the to. Term paper, not the term paper. <laughs> the term paper, and, and you know the she works at a strip club. She brings in the big bucks. And she goes. I, and th I think his mom club. is really happy at the strip club. I think she that he's like uh, you know just embarrassed by her, but you know well, she, she seems to be like well you know you just go home. I'll finish the yeah, shift. Yeah, she like, was. Oh yeah, so true. about him immediately when he got there. She's like, yeah. no, I'm doing this. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I was this. wondering too when he like beats up those like rowdy like uh, strip club dudes who were just drunk and fucking trying to like threaten one of the strippers, and he like beats him up, and then he's like, okay, well uh, you're gonna be my head of security. He's like, fire my mom. Then I was like, yo, have you spoken to your mom? Like, 
Like I don't know, maybe she. I don't know, maybe she likes what she's done. What she does. Maybe for she's making tons of cash. Who knows? I mean, it like, can't oh, be her funny. only like employment option. You know, it's like, well, I lost that job, so that was the only other one. So now I gotta go. Yeah, but it just seems weird sandwiches. for your son to be like, "Okay, fire my mom." Then, like, oh, okay, like, it's the yeah, most no problem. cliche. It's the most like <laughs> cliche. Like, yeah, wrap up that plot point and nicely. Also, and... <laughs> also, just thinking about it, would a would a fucking strip club owner be like, hmm? Do I fire a dancer that brings in money or do I hire a fucking security guard that I'm gonna have to pay $400 a night? It just doesn't really make sense. Like, you know, financially, I don't know. It's just the classic, like, oh, he's in a rough house. So his mom has to work at the strip club. You know, it's the yeah. very cliche, yeah. like, oh, they we went need cliche money. the bank, even though they gave him three notices, they gave him an extra week to pay the mortgage. An extra month, I think. Nice. Oh, an extra month. Yeah. A bank, that's a nice bank that's, that's... i feel like the the shallowness of the characters was like exactly matching the acting abilities of a lot of these mma fighters so it's like the perfect storm you know it's a really good yeah tim was like basically todd robot. duffy who was like the giant guy who was somehow fighting in a tournament where they're all fighting each other and he's like twice the size of the rest of them yeah except all of his <laughs> opponents were his size i was like how did, yeah. yeah like okay they obviously lined this up perfectly here and now the heavyweight champ fights the welterweight champ. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Okay. And why the, why is this it's a tournament where they're each fighting like three times? It's like Well, okay, so just just to set it up for the audience, right? They they enter the tournament called the Beatdown, which is also also part of the the title of the movie. And yes, Luke, I I, I said the same thing. Like it it also it was just like a fucking barrage of fights. Like it was right fight after fight after fight and like even the finals he literally he had what like i don't know like two minutes to breathe and they were like you're in the finals buddy get in there yeah and he and, was just perfectly fine which makes no sense and the, the uh, whole promotion is run by the way by the only guy who's uh in um, the original so oh okay he's like the li the only remnant and he's even like refers to this you remind me of a guy that i used to coach one time you know and it's so sad because this movie is clearly like way lower budget and lower profile than the first one. And uh, it's just sad that it's like, come to this. <laughs> you, know? you, you hadn't seen this one? You'd only seen the first one? Yeah. And uh, the, you, my sister says like, you could tell how a movie is bad if it, there's always music behind every scene. And this this was like that like every scene oh there was God, some like so cheap acoustic like yeah. basic music in the background and like in this in the scene where point, he's flirting actually. with I really, her i really like that one That's, yeah and in the scene where he's flirting with her this it has the exact same music in the scene where he's learning from the coach like how to do a submission move <laughs> so luke uh you're absolutely right you're, you hit the nail on the head there because the first movie had a budget of 20 million dollars or sorry hold on i'm looking at the wrong thing Oh, well, the box off. No, yeah, the budget was $20 million and the budget for this movie was $3 million. So there you go. It kind of goes to show like what money can sort of bring to the table there. And exactly. uh, just, just your point about the music, I was absolutely on the floor when uh, immediately when they did the, they, they had what, like five montages of them just like fighting and training. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like yeah. the slow music in the background. Montages, I was like, oh my God. And it's him, it's him punching ever. a paper. And I was just like, yeah. this is so funny. For the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> and he like goes through a whole notebook. It's like such a nerdy way of doing a training. Hey man, make Yo, sure you bring a new, new compensation. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Make sure it's black. And then they use that to transition to the other scenes of oh, the other man. people. So brutal. Oh, yeah, let's use that. And it's like, oh man. Yeah. It's just such unaware I did, writing. I did think the uh the guy who played Quicksilver was was pretty good. He was obviously the only legitimate actor. I, I thought he was the only one that was actually decent. Yeah. Yeah. He was like he seen he pretty good for that like organizer, like smart guy just on the side making all the money from these people. Like he was the most believable character, and I thought did the best job. But it makes yeah, sense because he he's seemed, he the seemed biggest actor. That he was the yeah. only one left from the first <laughs> one, you know. Because <laughs> the the main guy in the first one, he went on and had a pretty good career, you know. So when you say main guy, do you mean Case or like the the uh, No, in, in the first one, there's like a another white guy who's the main one. Like in this one, we have the guy whose dad is gay, right? The first That's one like is kind of Sean the protagonist. Fares. Yeah, I was talking about the the guy like the Quicksilver guy who like organized the whole thing. The guy with the Are red you? curly hair, right? Yes, Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max, the Dana yeah. White guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which do, he does not look like Evan he would be Peters. into like fighting that much to <laughs> to yeah. be like into it, like promoting it and stuff. You know, like yeah, I don't know actually. When he did the I, demonstration I with believable. the cake. I was like really oh the kick thing yeah but see the kick thing was a throwback to the first movie right like i know it was but like he just does not look like someone who would be able to move the bag that's all i'm saying hey man luke it's it's all about the the heart it's all about the heart you know (laughs) but no i I actually i I found that believable in the sense that he was like a promoter because i was like you know he's he's the guy that's like behind the scenes really good at computers always recording shit and like putting things together like he wants to like build up his brand i was like okay whatever i can get behind this like you said, Chris, I thought he was—I thought he was probably one of the only highlights of the movie. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, you're clearly only watching this movie for the fights. Like, there's literally no reason to watch any of the story. And the like, MMA stars, if you're a fan, I mean, they had Leota Machida for two minutes. <laughs> he used to be champion. Whoa! <laughs> and then, and then the guy's like trading with him, and then he's like. Thank you, Leo Machida in like Portuguese. And then Leo Machida says like a whole paragraph of Portuguese. He's, like, ha, ha, he's just like obrigado. <laughs> I was wondering too. I'm like, man, does does Michael Jai fucking speak uh, Portuguese here? Like, what's going on? Yeah. I, don't, I really don't think so. No. I don't know. And, uh, the yeah. music was great for this. It was like so uh, 2000s, you know, like early 2010s, like um, Alien Ant Farm. There's like Papa Roach, Trapped. Disturbed, Slipknot. What year was this movie made? Like 2011? Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's still pretty late for those bands. Those were like yeah, early 2000s. Yeah, it was definitely the tail right? end of their, of their popularity. Like they no, should I, have still, known... I still like three, do- three Doors Down every now and then, but uh, <laughs> but you know, most of that music is pretty... No, you're not allowed liking Three Doors Down because they played Trump's inauguration or they played Trump's something at some point. So, sorry. Oh, uh, I thought you said you love because of this i'm like no no, no. Yeah, you're right you're right you got me secret trump <laughs> fan over here oh, God. <laughs> you know me just, uh, you know, now that he's I, out of power I'm, I'm free to say that you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's too quiet over there no yeah. i i wanted to, like the i know chris or whatever chris just said like you know you can't dissect this movie too much well whatever i'm you just saying so, you look so disappointed you're like oh, i know i got my, man, I got my head buried in my hands no but listen like it's hard it's funny like even just thinking about it now and like looking at my notes because like 
there's even there's just like so many weird scenes like when they first find the warehouse and well which is hilarious in the first place and then you know the girlfriend pops in out of nowhere like did they tell her she was supposed to be there and then and then zach is like i have the perfect like i i know i have a hookup and he like steals all this equipment apparently and then all of a sudden in the next scene they have like an octagon they've got fucking ropes coming down they've got like punching bags everywhere i was like yo what did you steal like where did you get all this material so it's just it's all these questions that I know just will never be answered. And I'm just, <laughs> I got to just accept it sometimes, you know? Yeah. WBM world building Mike had a hard time with this one. <laughs> you know? It was a sad day you, for the WVW. <laughs> where did you get a fucking octagon? It made no sense. Like, anyways. Sponsorship, man. The uh, worldsbeatdown.com slash wrestling, you know? Welcome yeah. to the promotion. I'm surprised hey, WWE didn't sponsor didn't sponsor this movie. Like, th- this would have been the perfect movie to have at WWE because it was like fake wrestling, but it was like fake MMA. No, Sony you know? was the sponsor for this movie. It was what like it, what, the whole time he was showing them like his shitty looking website. <laughs> it was always on Sony Viola. Uh, is that a PS3? Oh, was it? What do you like to play? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite game? Uh, like Killzone. Killzone Three. That's yeah. <laughs> just so an old so game reference. but okay speaking of mike by the way who makes that reference so i was confused about the fact that he claims to be a a state wrestling champion but this guy looked completely useless doing any am i wrong in that like he did not look like a wrestler at all like man when when he would go to the ground i was like well like he should have some kind of advantage this guy's a state champion but like he was getting taken down by like this fucking boxer like it just it that made no sense either right like you tell this you say that this guy's a fucking state champ make him a state champ at least give him something you know yeah is that the guy an that? mma fighter in real life no Kate, case or whatever no the um the mike like the white guy no, no I don't, that guy I looks he's, like he's just an actor like, yeah he yeah, looks like okay. he would be a model like he wouldn't want to get punched in the face kind of thing yeah, he had like a weirdly okay. completely symmetrical face and by the way, symmetrical Dean is the Geyer. word I was trying to think of last episode when I was like, when there's a reflection and you... oh, the mi- and I was like, mirror <laughs> reflection. <laughs> when the clue is mirror, the answer is probably not going to be mirror. <laughs> I I wanted to shout out quickly though at the beginning of the movie, the doctor who tells uh, Zach that he can't fight anymore probably was the worst actor in the whole movie. Sorry, like he pronounced every word like so like start to finish. And the complete opposite of how anyone would normally talk. It's like, Zach, you will not be able to wrestle or box <laughs> anymore. Shades like, of the Captain in the Titanic so too. <laughs> All um, right, right on course. Just iceberg. <laughs> hmm. Strange, same numbers as the other one. <laughs> okay, we'll just keep going. There was a lot uh, of similarities between those, but like the difference is, I don't think Titanic two had a three million dollar budget. I bet you would have like tops one million, maybe like. 500,000 and it was funnier than this one it did yeah. like titanic 2 had 500 it was less than a million for sure so yeah, yeah. it's just how this funny how this movie was like half of it was filmed in just like a warehouse of like an abandoned kind of building that they turned into a gym like <laughs> he's like just have the whole event here and then we'll save money on the budget and we will oh, solve you're, the plot point <laughs> you're a genius <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I never He's thought like, of this. Yeah, I'm not going to give you any advice, but here's a perfect problem problem solving solution. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, okay, we'll th- do it here. <laughs> hey, oh, where are we going to train, guys? Oh, I know. 
<laughs> the delayed light bulb goes off. No emotion uh, in his face. There's a, there's so many of those scenes though. Yeah, Even, a lot like, of weirdly surreal. Like I said, like human. well, look, like I like I was saying, like off podcast, like when when she gets the text that just like Zach just says it's over exclamation mark exclamation yeah. mark. Like, you know he's got three girls around him. Like no emotional. You know, and she sees it, and then and then in like maybe two scenes later, she's on a date with Mike, and it's just like okay, well, I guess. That's just life, right? Like you also, just Mike's roommate at the beginning of the movie is the biggest douchebag I think in the whole yeah. movie because he's yeah. like, "Yo, dude, I'm gonna tell you something like really personal Bro. about my my dad," and then he like tells everybody in the next scene, like, "What a fucking asshole! Like, you're a raging sack of hormones and testosterone. Like we're in college, man." I'm like, oh my god, that was a huge trope. The college party, yeah. You saw some beer pong, and then you saw like a threesome at one point. Random pair of tits out of nowhere. That was the only nudity in the whole movie. But no, not they, the only movie there was, was the sex next scenes to the, next to the ringside. Too. Oh, right. Remember when he's like, Sorry. "I'm, I'm gonna, you know, life is good. Let's just enjoy this, you know." And then he just like cheats on his girlfriend, and the stripper's like, "What about your girlfriend?" Which, like, first of all, what stripper would ever ask that? <laughs> Don't <laughs> you have a just, girlfriend? Like, cheats on like... her, and there's no kind of repercussions in the in the movie. He's just like ends up. Sleeping with other girls, and then he broke like, up with her. They glare at each other. He, he just said it's over. The rest of the movie and stuff. And yeah, yeah I guess so. Anyways, look, sense. we're at that point here. Take home thoughts, all that jazz. Luke, kick us off here, Luke. Luke. Uh, yeah. Tht. Take home thoughts. All right, Luke. Luke wrote up an essay here for you guys. It's T-H-T. <laughs> it's what I want to talk about. Uh, yeah, totally made up uh, submissions and moves. Did you write a limerick or what? <laughs> <laughs> and they thought it was cool. They thought it could groove. But in the end, it wasn't a good movie. And oh. I'd rather mm. take myself and throw it off of a... It's a 10 story building. Uh, so, yeah. Castle. <laughs> awful movie. <laughs> and it did not live up to the first one, which is not actually off. A great, a great movie to begin with. Um, <laughs> just has nostalgia attached to it. So, yeah, it's uh, it gets a 12%. No, actually, you know what? It gets higher than that just because it was entertaining for me. I like the movies that are shitty and, you know, um, shitty to the point where they're funny low budget so uh i'll give it uh 12%. Okay. Right. So you that was uh, <laughs> I had that little roundabout the little cul-de-sac. Okay. I mean Chris get in there buddy. Oh man, it was just like so brutal and um i'm not a huge UFC MMA guy. I appreciated the fights, they were cool, but that was the only saving grace. Like don't watch any of this movie, you just fast forward to the last like 40 minutes. It was laughably bad and the writing was brutal and the characters were the most like, I don't want to use formulaic because I think I use that word a lot, but like caricatures, I think Luke used that word earlier. I'm going to steal that. He's uh, got awful. you, man. Tap. He's not going to yeah. tap. <laughs> no. uh, like, I don't know. I'll give it like 4%. Like it was just oh, wow. brutal, man. Just trope yikes. yikes. Yeah. I, I mean, can't disagree with that. It's definitely going to get a lower score for me too. It was, uh, you know, just like I said, at the, at the top of the podcast, like toxic, toxic, toxic masculinity, like just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was hard to watch at times. It was because it really, it really was just like, you know, 
it was basically like, yo, if you're a fighter, like, man, girls are going to want to sleep with you. That's kind of what they were hyping up. And it's just like, just yeah. such a weird like message to send out into the world. Rounded pound. Baby. And, uh, <laughs> you know, when I think of, when I think of like fighting movies, I, I'm not really big into them anyways, but like when I think of like fighting movies, uh, like warrior stands out as like an MMA one that I really enjoyed, but that focused on like the fighting and there was like an emotional aspect to it. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but anyways, I'll probably go with like a, I don't know, whatever, 8%. Just, uh, if you want to watch some mindless fighting. A four, eight and 12. Nice. Yeah. For all you sad, lonely <laughs> listeners out there. The, <laughs> The uh, the tomato meter here, uh, sorry for the audience score, is a fifty one uh, with over a thousand ratings. So I mean, Jeez. I don't know. Wow. Wow. UFC Low standards. No... <laughs> Such a bad movie. It's, even by the, even by twenty eleven standards, it's still a bad movie. It's a relic so of the past. Weird. It should have been made in like late nineties, early two thousands. It's but... weird to see. It's weird to even see fifty one percent on that. Like, yeah, I don't get it. I mean, it's got a lot of gratuitous stuff in it, so. And no blood, right? No blood. There's a little right. bit of blood. He breaks a guy's shoulder. And, uh, he has blood on his bald head after he like oh, kills yeah. those guys no, that jumped in. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that character, by the way, was like uh, the realest part of the movie. You know, people who uh, get into fighting just because mm. they're like, you know, insecure about something and then they just like lose it because they're not emotionally like tempered. And that was the pa- part of the movie that, kind of thing. Yeah, that they never really addressed. He was just like, turned out to be the cast as the villain towards the mm. end. So. Yes, that's a really good point, Luke. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there probably was some things they could have done more, but they didn't care about story. No, and all. exactly. There was no there was no, no writing world, to this. No world building whatsoever. <laughs> no. No. No, no, no. More world destruction. Am I right? Can you, yes. uh, can you spin no us the ethics. wheel, uh, Luke, please? <laughs> yeah, no ethics, just destroying of the worlds. You know, <laughs> all of Mike's favorite things. By the <laughs> way, the... Uh, the writer for this movie also wrote the third installation for Never Back Down. <laughs> Oof, man, I don't know. I can't I, believe there's a third one. I was going to say put on the list, but don't put on the list. I don't oh, we got Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Let's go. Let's go. I only know that from Family Guy. From Family Guy. Yeah. yeah. Nice. We're going back to the 80s. Have we done an 80s movie? Well, do we want to talk about the 80s movie that we did? Have you guys seen Tombstone? <laughs> oh, Is Tombstone yeah. an 80s movie? Blue Lagoon. That's oh, that was eighties, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> who put that on the list? Who, was, who was that? It was me. It was me. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Real so weird in this podcast. Yeah, yeah okay. such we a weird trip that movie was. <laughs> that was. Oof. We that was... we've all made our mistakes on this podcast choosing weird <laughs> movies. Anyways, you know, uh, I just want to say before we go off. Um, I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall this weekend. What a great oh, movie. Such what a, a movie. great movie, man. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Hey, Jesus guys, if you're, if you're still listening right now, watch Sarah Mar- Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's great. It's on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We'll uh, catch you next week. Catch Bye. you next week and take it on the flip.